Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about the issue of lust, and this comes from a number of listener requests. And let me just tell you that when we talk about lust, the people that want to hear about it are not just young couples. Sometimes we think this is a young generation issue, but I have dealt with this issue of people from a variety of vintages, from those that have been married for a few years to those that have been married for four decades. I'm telling you, this thing does not discriminate in terms of your age or your gender, lust, attacks, everybody, and it's got one purpose. It's to destroy you. It wants to destroy your relationship with the Lord. It wants to destroy your relationship with your spouse. It just has nothing but destruction in its path. And so today, I want to give you a bit of a strategy. And now for those of you that are not Christ followers that listen, number one, I am honored that you listen to this podcast. And 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 number two, I'm very grateful that you allow me to speak into your marriage one Monday at a time. Um, But we're going to approach this thing in a very scriptural way and in a way that maybe uh, might catch you a little bit off guard because quite often the church, what we have done to deal with lust is we've given rules. Don't touch, don't look at, don't do, stay away from, and we just simply give rules. And rules don't deal with what's on the inside. Rules can sometimes, sometimes stop what's happening on the outside. But unless you deal with the roots, unless you deal with the inside, um, you're never really conquering or you're doing anything about it. And so I want to read you a scripture. So I, I want you to listen to this because I think this gives us a really good practical strategy for dealing with the issues of lust in our lives. And the scripture comes out of the New Testament in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, which says, Flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord and and are pure in spirit. I love this scripture because it is such a simple, simple, practical breakdown of how to deal with lust. And so if you are a note taker, and I hope you are, I'm a note taker, I want you to write down three things. Write down run from, run to, and run with. Run from, run to, and run with. Now, first of all, let's deal with that that run from component. Now, the scripture says flee from youthful, youthful lusts. Now, let's be real. Some people will read this and immediately think, especially if they don't have a good, healthy church background, they think that God wants them to have a boring or a lackluster sex life in their marriage. Sometimes to the point where God only wants us to have sex if we're trying to procreate, if we're trying to make babies. But let's just lay it out here. God wants you as a married couple to have the most beautiful and engaging and enjoyable sex life. He does. He desires that for you. Sex sex is a gift from God to our marriages. And so when it says flee from youthful passions, it doesn't mean you're not allowed to have a sex drive. It does mean we have to watch what is driving us sexually. Do you see that difference? You can have a sex drive, but we have to watch what's driving us. And so we have to learn to run from the things that are trying to drive our lust and not necessarily our love. This means, so when we talk about running from, this means that we are going to run from things that are mentally putting us in compromising positions, like getting away from lustful fantasies and imaginations, especially when it comes to somebody that is not our spouse. We run from mental things. We run from visual things. 
like getting our eyes off of images that we shouldn't be looking at, whether on, on phones, tablets, TVs, computers, whatever it might be. We have to watch our eyes and we flee from, we run from the things that our eyes are going to attract to in order to feed that lust inside our heart. We also flee from physical moments. It might mean from walking away or literally running away from tempting situations, things, uh, moments that you should not be in whatsoever. So we have to run from things that are mentally, visually, or even physically compromising to our lives that want to feed our lust rather than feed the health of our life. But if you have to run from something, that means you have to run to something. Now, the reason why we put it this way is because years ago, 2005, I learned this, that I wanted to get healthy. It was the largest I had ever been physically, but more specifically, it was almost unhealthy I had ever been. I went through a physical and my doctor talked to me about blood pressure, cholesterol, just the worst uh, prognosis that I had ever been given about my physical health. And I learned that I needed to do more than just stop eating cookie dough. I had to do more than just filling my, myself with pop and sugar. That was good stuff to step away from, but unless I actually stepped into the right things, then what was the use of just stepping away from the other things? And that's where sometimes in the church we get it wrong. Just run from all of that temptation, but we have to run to something. And the scripture says, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. And now to break that down, righteousness is simply this. It's integrity. It's passion for justice. It's a life that's pleasing God. That's righteousness. Run to that. What about running to faith? What's faith? It's, it's really a strong and welcome conviction and a trust in God. Run toward love. What's love? It's benevolent action toward others and toward God. Peace is that tranquility of the heart. It's harmony with God. It's harmony with others. And what the writer here, the writer's name is Paul, he's saying this, Run from the things that are tempting you and run from the things that will actually fulfill you. Run from the things that are trying to break you apart and run toward the things that are going to fill your life with wholeness from the inside out. Run to those things. And what I love is Paul just doesn't leave it there. He tells you to run from, to run to, and then lastly, he says, run with. The scripture says, run alongside those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. I say this quite often, and I'm going to say it a thousand times more. The enemy works in isolation, and God works in community. That means that if we have to do this, a thing of breaking ourselves free from lust, we've got to learn to run with people that are going to come alongside of us to encourage us. And the question is, who are the people we ought to be running with? Let's start off with your spouse. Pastor Dave, you want me to talk with my spouse about my lust issues? Yes, because the truth is this. Either your spouse already knows or they need to know in order to know what they are dealing with. And there is no such thing as a marriage issue for which one person needs to be working. The two of you need to be working on the issue together. Even if it's just simply your spouse encouraging you, keeping you accountable, checking in with you, cheering you on, challenging you. We need our spouses. Well, pastor, this could really break up my marriage. <laughs> Any type of brokenness and sin always has that potential. But I'm here to say, if you're humble, if you're teachable, if you're willing to have that, that, that contrite heart, that humble heart to approach your spouse and admit, hey, I'm dealing with this issue. I want your help and I want to be on the up and up with you. The tension that will be there will actually not be the thing that break you. It will be the thing that will strengthen you. So be humble about it. And not just that, what I would do is I would find one or two people, maybe even three people that are your gender that you can, you can just 
ask or they can come alongside of you to help you be accountable with this. And why do I say your gender? Because as a guy, you want a guy that understands the temptations and the challenges of being a guy. If you're a, a woman, you want to have other women that just understand the challenges that women go through that some guys, or if not most guys, just are not going to understand. So find people to be accountable with that you can run with. And I would highly recommend somebody that exactly what the scripture says, that knows how to call upon the Lord, that has a pure heart. Their motives are not selfish. They don't want to bend you into what they think you ought to be, but they're going to challenge you to be shaped in who God wants you to be. This isn't the easiest thing. This is a very tough thing to navigate. And I'm not sure if I've used this metaphor, this story before, but I think it bears uh, repeating. I heard, heard this years ago that an oil tanker, when it runs aground, it creates a tragic mess to the environment, to wildlife, and just it's, it's a horrible thing to clean up. And people are always wondering, why didn't it slow down when it saw land? Because the reality is this, is a full oil tanker at full speed takes 26 miles to come to a stop. Let that sink in. 26 miles. And the reason why I share that story is because when we talk about temptation, we talk about lust. Sometimes we are so full of that temptation and we've spent so much time giving into it that we think we can stop on a dime. And just listening to this podcast for a spouse or for yourself, I'm here to say that just listening to it is not going to come to a full stop. Uh, a life that has been full of temptation and full of lust for a, for a long time. This might be mile number one of 26, but stick to it. It might be mile number two, mile number 10, but stick to it. Keep working, keep helping each other, and keep encouraging one another to keep running from that which is pulling life, to run to that which gives life, and know that your spouse doesn't need to do this alone. Do it with him. Do it with her. Walk together in this and watch God rise and, and the enemy be scattered. To sound really churchy right there. Watch your lives come together and get healthier and grow. Thank you so much for listening today. I know today sounded a little bit more preaching than the norm, but man, I'm very passionate about people finding freedom from this. So would you take this, listen to this, talk with your spouse, and if you're dealing with issues of lust, would you get real with yourself, get real with God, and get real with somebody else and find a place where you can find freedom and discover a new life waiting for you. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. God bless.